Hello, everyone. Dr. Stillman and Jim Laird here today. We are going to be talking about top reasons, the top five reasons that men's testosterone levels are tanking in our modern world. Frankly, these are actually true of women as well, but we're focused on men with their testosterone levels. The women testosterone story is a story for definitely another day. But men today are really struggling, which is why Jim and I are going to be doing a webinar on testosterone and how to optimize yours later or later next month. So late June, this is May 29th right now. And let's talk about the top five mistakes we see men doing to tank their testosterone levels, which are Jim, take it away. What's number one? Number one, not getting enough sunshine, not getting outside, not taking your circadian rhythm seriously. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, men have not been told that light runs their circadian rhythms and that your circadian rhythms really determine, frankly, your hormone levels. That is old research. It's research from the 19 teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, guys like Fritz Hallwich did these studies where they looked at the at hormone and neurotransmitter levels in patients before and after cataract surgery, and they found that the levels were higher after cataract surgery. And if you look at the testosterone levels in the early 1900s, they were anywhere from 800 to 1200. And today, the normal if you ask LabCorp, and this is in a population of young men who are not obese, the normal levels now are 230 something up to, I think the low limit is like 800 or 900 something. And you'll get men in that range who feel terrible, perform poorly, have low libido. They're not doing well in the bedroom and they may have low free testosterone, which is a whole other problem. They have lots of other problems as a result of their low T, but Ultimately, their low T can fundamentally be related to problems with their circadian rhythms and a lack of light. What's Jim, number what did, two, Dr. Stillman? Well, Jim, I'm actually really curious because you've, you've, I mean, you've been on testosterone replacement for a lot of your, I mean, it wasn't a lot of your, your life when you were in your powerlifting career, but I mean, what did you see right. happen with your, all these things that are related to testosterone when you started getting more light? Well, I obviously started feeling better. My digestion improved. My health markers overall improved. But I, you know, I did super physiological doses of testosterone from the time I was like 25 until I was in my mid 30s. And I tried to come off testosterone completely and, and go at, you know, all natural. Uh, and that did not work very well for me. Um, it was massive depression, no energy. The thing that people don't realize about testosterone is it basically makes hard work fun, right? So it makes you more passionate. It makes you more com uh, competitive. You look at Robert Sapolsky's work. So it, it makes you um, more driven, you know, and, and that's why you see so many men today that are just struggling uh, because they don't have that drive to do actual work, right? Yeah. So I really tried my best to get outside as much as possible and to, you know, but I did, you know, I made some choices in my younger days that affected my, you know, part of it, I think was I'm so used to being at a super physiological level that a, a more normal level for me just doesn't do anything for me. I've got so many receptors from the years of doing, you know, fairly high. I mean, for what, for the guys I was competing against, I actually was pretty moderate, but I did super physiological doses for a long time. And then right. when I came off and I tried to, to, to adjust naturally, I just said, Hey, you know, I've got to do some TRT. So I got on TRT and then the difference between not being, you know, having a testosterone below 200 and a testosterone in the normal range is like 
it's like night and day. It's exactly. Like, yeah. It was like having it, a, it was like being in the dark and then turning, having a flashlight. It's just not even close. But the flip side of that, right, is that no matter where your testosterone level is, we see men who are concerned about their, their testosterone levels doing better no matter what, right? When they get more sunlight in their lives. Absolutely. Right. Okay. The second big mistake is not enough protein. And so when I talk to people about protein, what I want them to understand is that protein is the number one dietary signal, in my opinion, that you can send to your body, that you have an abundance in your environment. And one of the things that testosterone does is it causes you to gain muscle mass, maintain muscle mass. If I recall correctly, it even has effects on, you know, increasing things like mitochondrial density and muscle mass. Basically, testosterone will increase your metabolism and cause you to burn a lot of calories. And the reason that's so important is that the body, I'm very confident, modulates testosterone levels based on your protein intake. Because if your body's going to make a ton of testosterone in a situation where you don't have a lot of protein running around, you're not going to be able to fuel the muscle mass gains. You're not going to be able to do things like maintain your blood sugar and feel normal with those high levels of testosterone. I actually haven't really done a lot of digging into the literature on this, but in, in many respects, it's academic because when men come to us worried about their testosterone levels, they're almost always worried about building and maintaining lean body mass as in lean protein or, or lean muscle mass, right? And so they want to put on muscle. And the answer to that problem is always, almost always more protein because very few people who come to work with us are actually eating enough protein. And that, whole, that feeds into the whole vitamin D thing and then getting enough fat in your diet. It all kind of, you know, accumulates on each other. Not enough sun, not enough protein, not enough fat, not enough sex, you know, sex, sex hormones. It just all kind of feeds into each other, right? Right, right. Number three is lack of purpose. Yeah, men have been told to stand down um, and to basically step aside and not to be leaders and not to be go-getters. And, um, you know, women have been told to step up and it is what it is. And um, men are by nature uh, designed to be warriors, designed to be conquerors. And um, a lot of men, just because they don't have a purpose, they are in the basement playing video games and they've been told to, to, to stand down for beating over the head for, for decades now about you need to stand down. Um, it's taken the wind out of a lot of guys' sails and they end up looking for, you know, relationships or substances or pornography or whatever to give them fulfillment when they really need to be like, you know, training hard and chasing, chasing success and pursuing their purpose. Uh, and part of it, it, it just leads to one leads to the other, right? Low testosterone, you're not going to be as driven. You're not as driven, low testosterone. So they just kind of, you know, chicken and the egg kind of thing, which came first. Right. And we talk about this or we, and we see it a lot, right? The happiest men we're dealing with get a healthy amount of physical activity, doing something that they find purposeful. It's not just aimless exercise. They love hiking. They love hunting. They love fishing. They love doing things that require them to go outside, uh, which are more or less um, active. And then in their professional lives, they love what they do. And oftentimes what they do takes them outside into nature. So number four is inappropriate activity. Jim, you suggested this one. So I'll let you do Yeah. So one of the reasons why testosterone levels have dropped so much is because we're sedentary, you know? 
um, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, you'd be outside mowing your grass, you'd be building buildings, you'd be, um, you know, doing chores, manual labor, all sorts of things like that. Um, and so people now are less sedentary, they're, they're sedentary. And if they do work out, it's often at a very high intensity, which can have the opposite effect. If you don't have the general physical preparedness to handle the intensity, it can actually crush your hormone production as opposed to increase it, right? We see that all the time. Yeah. So that that's a big part of it as well, is making sure that your exercise um, is enhancing your hormone profile and not beating it down constantly. And right. then managing stress is a big part of that as well, right? So if you have constant chronic stress, it's going to lower testosterone. And men can ha generally handle more stress. Uh, women's hormones tend to get thrown off a lot easier. Men tend to be built a little more resilient when it comes to that stuff. So you just kind of kind of be mindful of that. Right. And two other things I'd like to add to that. When you suggested this is the is one of the top five mistakes, uh, what was funny to me about it is that my first thought with inappropriate activity was, you know, some combination of pornography, social media, whatever. The reality is that men are being hooked into a sedentary lifestyle by things that uh, they they often um, they realize are not good for them, but they give into the you know, the Netflix binging, the aimless scrolling on social media. And the reality is that all that activity is taking away from activity in the gym, activity outside, in nature, in the you know, natural world. And we see that translating into men's, how they feel, how they function, and then their hormone panels. Well, the one of the most dangerous things there is, is dopamine reward without effort. Okay? Mm. So when you get dopamine from effort, that's great. But that's why things like cocaine, pornography, um, you know, video games, um, you know, endless scrolling on social media, you're getting dopamine for no physical effort. Right. And that that turns into an absolute disaster in the long run. Right. And then the last thing I would mention about inappropriate activity that, you know, this made me think of was a lot of people are going out and doing things that are good for them in the wrong way. We see this in the gym all the time, particularly I would say with men who lift a lot of weights, they are doing something good in lifting weights, but they're using strategies to lift those weights that really compromise their bodily integrity. A lot of men are on track for serious low back problems, disc herniations, I mean, serious structural issues simply because of the complete lack of understanding of technique. And that's totally fixable. Well, a big part of it is they don't understand how to shut that strategy off in the gym, a strategy mm -hmm. that gives them a lot of power, a lot of force, force production, allows them to lift heavier things. They don't know how to shut that strategy off or they don't know how to choose exercises that don't drive that strategy even further down the road. So right. it's really just a misunderstanding of um being able to turn on and turn off, just like blood pressure. Like you got, you can have high blood pressure to run away from something. You need to be able to have low blood pressure so you can go to sleep. It's the same with exercise. You need to have both sides of the equation, right? You need to right. be able to lift heavy things, produce force, and then you actually need to be able to relax and walk. You know, you don't need to be using 600 pound deadlift strategies to walk down the sidewalk, right? Right. And obviously you don't want to use the strategy you use to walk to lift 600 pounds off the ground. The problem exactly. is people either got stuck on one side or the other. They don't know how to turn it on and turn it off. Right. Right. All right. 
Number five, lack of proper nutrition. We, we touched on this with lack of protein. Many men recognize the importance of protein and they will add more protein into their lives. But many people don't realize that all of your sex steroid hormones are dependent upon a combination of vitamins and minerals for production. And that without that appropriate vitamin and mineral mix, so to speak, in your diet, you're going to wind up with chronically low levels of these nutrients, and that's going to impact the hormones. No one in academia, in my experience, really looks at this the way that they should to get to the bottom of what people ought to eat. But what we've observed is that the better nourished people become, the fewer problems they see with their hormones. And that's part of why you'll have two men with the same testosterone level. One of them is struggling with symptoms of low T, the other one is not. If I see anything happening as a trend in the testosterone replacement world, it's that the doctors and you know health professionals who are dealing with men who have low T don't understand nutrition with a level of sophistication necessary to really optimize these men. They know it well enough to give them a little zinc here or maybe give them some other micronutrient supplements there. They know enough that diet is important and just giving them TRT is not the solution to all their problems. But when you use targeted supplementation based on lab work, based on a complex history, based on a complex dietary review, as I will do with patients, what you'll see is that there's a lot more that you can do to support not only the level of testosterone in a man's body, but also the function of that testosterone. Because ultimately, you have to remember, all these hormones act biochemically through pathways. You know, saying that you have a normal testosterone level, you know, the testosterone itself means nothing. It's the effect it's having through those biochemical pathways. And if you can't run those pathways with the nutrients necessary for those pathways, what it, people end up doing is adding more and more and more testosterone to the mix when in fact they're missing a more important underlying problem. And everybody utilizes testosterone much differently. Um, you know, mm. I'm one of those people where the tiniest amount of testosterone has massive effects for me. Some people would need to take way more testosterone to get the same effect that I get. So you right. can have some people that have a lower testosterone, but they actually use it much more efficiently. You have other people that, you know, they, they're on their levels are high, but they still feel like garbage. Right. So it's highly, highly individual. There's no like magic number. I mean, there's, there's principles and there's guidelines, but a lot of people chase numbers instead of, you know, looking at how you're feeling symptoms. And of course, another big part of it is sleep. You know, if you're not sleeping, you're not producing growth hormone, you're not producing testosterone, you know, right. your hormones are going to be all out of whack, making sure your thyroid's in order too. That right. all those things play together. And that's why getting out in the sun is so important because the sun controls all of those hormones. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So we are planning a testosterone webinar on June 24th, Saturday. Uh, further details will be coming uh, to you. Stay tuned. If you're not on our email list, make sure that you get on it. You can find it through the link tree below. Thanks everyone for watching. And yeah, and if you're, you're take tuning in in the future, there will be a link below where you can sign up for the webinar. Take care, everyone. Happy Memorial Day.